Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober, encouraging believers to stand on the Word of God, and motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock course the truth is God's word and the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart Hebrews 4:12. welcome back to truth dealer radio I'm Brian Moonen I'm sounding the alarm asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth and this week praise God I just want to give thanks to God I'm going to be going through the Psalms and seeing Jesus Christ in the Psalms and some of the things I've just been looking at this week. Let's start with Psalm 20. Now the Psalms obviously mention the Lord. Jesus Christ is the Lord. And Psalm 20 says, The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from the sanctuary and strengthen thee out of Zion. Remember all thy offerings and accept thy burnt sacrifice, Silah. Grant thee according to thine own heart, and fulfill all thy counsel. We will rejoice in thy salvation, and in the name of our God will we set up our banners. The Lord fulfill all thy petitions. Now know I that the Lord saveth his anointed. He will hear them from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots, and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen, and stand upright. Save, Lord, let the King hear us when we call. Praise God. Praise God's power and his ability to save. And one thing I just wanted to point out here is, who is the source of our help in salvation? It's not in the mirror. It's not in our good works. It's not in physical things. The weapons of our warfare are not physical or carnal, but they're spiritual. There's nothing we can do to save ourselves in this spiritual war that we're born into. We're born dead in our sins. The Lord alone can save. The Lord alone, because as it says... Grant thee according to thine own heart. It's for his namesake that we are saved. Amen. By his grace. Psalm 25, 11 says, For thy namesake, O Lord, pardon mine iniquity, for it is great. Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. 
Psalm 109, verse 21. But do thou for me, O God the Lord, for thy name's sake. Because thy mercy is good, deliver thou me. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. Psalm 143, verse 11. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake, for thy righteousness' sake. Bring my soul out of trouble. And Second Peter 3, verse 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 onward. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace are ye saved, and raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Praise God. See, they are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. Who will stand in the day of judgment? Only the righteous. How are we made righteous? By faith in Jesus Christ and his work. We are raised in newness of life, raised spiritually by the Holy Spirit power of God that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. We have faith in the person and the works, the finished works of Jesus Christ on the cross. And we are raised with him. Imputed righteousness is the doctrine. His righteousness is imputed onto us that we don't deserve by God's grace and by God's mercy. We partake with him in eternal life. He partook with our sufferings. He took our shame, our guilty verdict, took our punishment on the cross and died. And he was raised from the dead, praise God. And he made a way for us. It's all about him. It's nothing to do with us. It never has been in the Old Testament and never will be. It's all about faith in God and what God says. Genesis 15, 6, And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. When man listens and has faith in God, God delivers man, and God saves. And it says here, the Lord, he will hear thee in the day of trouble. The day of trouble is when you realize you are a sinner. You are headed for hell. You have a problem with God. Like I had a problem with God because I was lost and dead in my sins, as it said in Ephesians. But God loved us so much. What did he do? He sent help from the sanctuary send the help from the sanctuary. He sent God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. 
begotten, sent forth. God sent his only begotten son to be born of a virgin, to live a perfect, sinless life. Jesus Christ always did and said what the Father told him to do and say. He never broke any commandments. He lived a sinless, perfect life. He is the unspotted, unblemished lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world. This plan is before God created you in your mother's womb. This plan is outside of time. This plan is not plan B. Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Praise God. And God sent him forth out of heaven, the ultimate sanctuary, to come to earth, to lower himself, humble himself as a servant, to take our sins on the cross, praise God. And he raised from the dead and he went back into heaven. And when he comes back, it's not going to be as the suffering servant anymore. It is as the king of kings, the conquering king of kings and the Lord of lords. Praise God forever and ever and ever. Amen. I love how it says here in verse 4, grant thee according to thine own heart and fulfill all thy counsel. This is God's desire. God is not willing that any should perish. If you're out there and you think you're too bad and you did too many sins for God to love you, you're wrong. You're so wrong. You're so wrong. We are all equal when it comes to that. You can't be any more dead than dead. Okay, picture a dead body. This guy is not any more dead than that guy, okay? You're dead in your sins, and you need Jesus Christ to forgive your sins. That's all. Jesus does not look at you and say, I didn't die for those sins. In fact, you know what Jesus said? He said, I didn't come here to, to heal the righteous, self-righteous in, a, in effect, people who think they're righteous, because there are none righteous, the Bible says. There is none righteous. Romans 3.10, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Titus 3, 4 through 5 says, But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Praise God. We have, we have nothing to offer in this transaction. We have no righteousness. We have no good works that can accomplish anything to bring us eternal life. It is all by faith in Jesus Christ, by God's grace. Mark 2.17 says, When Jesus heard it, he saith unto them, They that are whole have no need of the physician, but they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. In Luke 4.18, Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Praise God, the brokenhearted, the poor in spirit, the, the humble. 
That's who Jesus came for, are the humble. You need to humble yourself and ask him for, for forgiveness. That's it. If you need to agree with God, repent of your sins, that means you agree with him that you, you deserve hell, you're guilty, turn to him for salvation. Turn to him. He's alive. He's in heaven. He's waiting to hear you in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob can defend thee. He's the only one who can rescue you from death. He holds the power, the keys of death and hell in his hands because he conquered the grave at Calvary. He died on the cross. He was buried and he rose again from the dead on the third day and he's alive forevermore. Praise be the name of Jesus Christ. And he's there for you right now. Whoever is out there who needs salvation, call upon the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ, and he will hear you out of a humble and contrite heart. You go to him yourself and you do business with him and he will listen to you. He loves you. He loves you so much. Think about how much he suffered on the cross when he didn't have to on your behalf to pay for your sins. But this is a free gift that must be accepted. The free gift can't sit out on the curb. You, you need to come to the Lord and ask him to pay for your sins. Make it personal. You have to face reality that you are headed for hell and you need the Lord Jesus Christ. He's not just a word, a name. He is God manifest in the flesh. He came here on a mission to save your soul. If you reject his free gift, you're going to get what you ask for when you die and you wake up in hell. It isn't because you didn't know the truth. You have people warning you. I might not be the first person who's warned you, whoever's listening. God wants to save your soul. It is according to the will of his counsel in his heart. Jesus said, likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. Jesus also said this in Luke chapter 15, verse 4 on, What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost until he find it? And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth, more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. Rejoice, rejoice. They will rejoice. They do rejoice over one soul that's saved. And as it says in Psalm 20, again, verse 5, We will rejoice in thy salvation, and in the name of our God will we set up our banners. The Lord fulfill all thy petitions. We trust in the name of the Lord, amen. We have faith in him. We have faith in our God. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ. Ephesians 1.19 <laughs> And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, 
far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Praise God. John 20, verse 31 says, But these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. Philippians 2.10, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. Amen. Romans 10.13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Acts 4.12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Praise God. Acts 2.21, And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Praise God. For the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew one twenty one, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. His name means salvation. Amen. Jesus Christ is alive in the scriptures, and he will speak to you through his holy word. Now know I that the Lord saveth his anointed. He will hear him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. God is strong. God is mighty. God is mighty to save. Amen. Zephaniah 3.17 says, The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. Praise God. God is just. God is a judge. He will judge you if you die in your sins. But he is not just a big mean judge that's up there that wants you to go to hell. That's not why he sent the Lord Jesus Christ. God desires for you to come to him in faith and be saved. He will rejoice and rest with you and bring you in to his family and love you and sing over you and comfort you. Amen. And he will heal you and he will forgive you and he will teach you and instruct you and put you on path, the path of life. And praise God, it is so, so much better than being lost because I have been there and God saved me and took me out of that dead, sinful life and placed me on the path, the narrow path that is free from shame and guilt and destruction. And I just praise God for that. I'm trying to let you know how real he is and how willing he is to save you. Amen. You can't put your trust in yourself. You can't trust in chariots. You can't trust some trust in chariots and some in horses. You can't trust in your own good works. You can't trust in your own battle plan against the devil, against... This is your soul we're talking about. God created your soul. You didn't. And God knows the truth about you. He knows you better than you. 
know you. So set down your pride and go to the word of God and see what it says about your soul. Your soul needs to be redeemed. Jesus Christ is the only man. He was fully man and fully God, born of a virgin miraculously. But he lived on earth as a man without ever sinning. He's the only man who never needed to repent. If you're alive and you can hear my voice and you have not been born again, you need to be or you will go to hell. That is what the Bible teaches. And I'm here to be a messenger for God to tell you the truth. You know, sometimes the truth, what happens with the truth? The truth hurts. Have you ever heard of that phrase, the truth hurts? Well, this is called Truth Dealer Radio for a reason. The ultimate truth that I am here to deliver is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I am here to bring a testimony of his power. He saved me. If he could save me and put me on the radio and put me on the internet, he can save anyone. If you think you were worse than me, you don't know me. So back up. Go to God. He knows you better than you know yourself. And he knows me the same way. And when he shows you the truth that you've broken the Ten Commandments as all men have ever broken except for Jesus, that's when you know your number is up. It's, this is the day of trouble. You realize you're in trouble. You know what road you're on. You're on the highway to hell. Wake up. Don't count on tomorrow because you don't know if you're going to have tomorrow. Jesus taught a parable in Luke chapter 12, verse 16 on. And he spoke a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Wow, the warnings from the Lord are clear. The only person who can talk about tomorrow is God. You're not promised tomorrow. You're not promised to lay your head on the pillow tonight, actually. What you are promised is the spiritual truth that I'm telling you right now out of God's word from Jesus Christ himself. That, and he said, you must be born again. And the man he told that to in John chapter 3 was a very so-called spiritual man. He was actually a teacher of the Old Testament and a teacher of other things. The Jewish law, you know, the works-based systems of the devil. And Jesus told him he, needed, he was going to go to hell if he was not born again of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. It is a spiritual birth, and it is not based on your works. It is based on the Lord putting your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. He came to destroy the works of the devil. He came to save sinners. 1 Timothy 1.15 says, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Praise God. 1 John 
He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Praise God. And you know what's interesting? The works of the devil, as Psalm 20 says, some trust in horses, some trust in chariots. They're trusting in things that they can control. You can steer the horse. You can dress it up for battle. You can make the chariot go faster or slower. You can turn it here, turn it there. Some trust in all that. They trust in works, works-based religions. All religions except for true Christianity are based on your works. You do this, 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 and that, and you go to heaven. You be a good person. Help that old lady across the street. Pay it forward. Pay for the guy's coffee behind you. It's nice to be nice. Jesus said to love our neighbors. But you don't go to heaven because you loved your neighbor. You go to heaven based only on who Jesus Christ is to you, whether or not you have accepted his free gift, the payment that he put forth on the cross for your sins. You broke the Ten Commandments. You broke God's laws. You committed idolatry. You trusted in your own works, thought you were a good person, when the Bible says none are good. Only Jesus, only God is good. So that's idolatry because you put yourself as good as Jesus. I could go to heaven based on how good I am. No, no. You need to make it personal, as I said. God is showing you. Ask him to open your eyes about your own soul and your own destiny, and he will show you the truth. The truth is in God's word. And some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Praise God, the Lord Jesus Christ. We remember him and his work and his sacrifice on the cross and how God raised him from the dead on the third day. And he is seated in heaven at the right hand of the Father. And he's coming again soon to judge the living and the dead. I pray to God that you will seek the Lord today and ask him to save your soul. The time is running out. Thank you for listening. God bless you all. Be strong in the Lord. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening. Most of you know that I love great coffee. Recently, I made a discovery right here in my hometown of Rome, New York. Broaster's Coffee Company, specializing in single-origin, organic, fair-trade, small-batch coffee. My favorite dark roast is the Nicaraguan. When you use the promo code TRUTH, you will receive 10% off your online purchase at thebroasters.com. T-H-E-B-R-O-A-S-T-E-R-S.com. Broaster's Coffee Company. Hashtag Roasted in Rome. KJV Prepper, Christian Apparel, and Gear brings the eternal living light of truth into this fallen world of sin. Christian t-shirts, hoodies, hats, and gospel tracks are planting seeds of truth and love. All designs are original, and all apparel is printed here in beautiful upstate New York. KJVPrepper.com, Christian Apparel, worn to worn. Did you know that Big Apple Music has been in business for over 40 years? 
They have a great selection of guitars, amps, drums, keyboards, digital pianos, and much more. Did you also know that they offer music lessons right here locally, and they rent instruments. Their experienced staff can also repair instruments and sound systems. Located on Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford, open Monday through Friday, 9 to 9, and Saturday, 9 to 6. That's Big Apple Music, Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. Truth Dealer Radio is listener-supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com.